Recording. Chewing gum. Gotta put it in like a dip. Alright. You don't want that nicotine gum to be slapping, chew, slapping chew, around. Chew, chew, chew. I'll do it all day. Well, nicotine gum is cool. Why don't you sponsor this podcast, you Sweden beautiful franchise, you? What? <laughs> you Sweden beautiful franchise? Did you know franchise? Nicorette's from uh, Sweden? I meant to say company, but oh. it's a franchise. Okay. Hey, did you know this is Sweat Equity Podcast? Yes. We're the I number did. one comedy business podcast in the world. <laughs> On this earth? In this universe? I already did the thing, though. I'm not gonna... Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, or Amazon Podcasts, whatever it is now. Uh, if you want to help the show out, here's some sponsors that are going to help you out. And away we go. Squarespace, your all-in-one website builder. Do whatever design you need, custom code, all-in-one, e-commerce. Get the link in this episode description. Call Rail. You want to track all the calls on your website? Yes. You want to get all those calls recorded too? Yeah. To keep tabs on the grunts talking on the phone? Yeah. Well, I'll hit up the link in our episode description and you can track all calls. Doesn't have to be on your website, it could be on other entities, your Google My Business, your Yelp, whatever it is. You can get a bunch of phone numbers and track them all. Bigly Sales, a CRM with marketing outreach with email, phone, dialer, and SMS marketing. And I got to tell you, pay as you go, one cent per SMS. That's insane. Go to uh, our link in the episode description. Get that CRM with marketing outreach. And lastly, LinkedIn Premium. You want two months free LinkedIn Premium? Yes. You want to be creeping on Ryan Reynolds? Is he creeping on you? He's creeping on me. Well, you can I see all the views. I'm, list. I'm coming can, for you, Ryan Reynolds. You can see it with a premium. Not in a malicious way other than getting you off LinkedIn. That's another thing. All right. Two months free. If no one gets that reference, listen to the last episode. Two months free with the episode uh, description. There's a link right in that little, in the little text. I got carried away, my bad. I know, but that's okay. Ryan Reynolds drives me nuts. Go back to Canada, dude. Let's get this party started. Hotty toddy. Sweat equity. Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast. Because comedy is all contrast and conflict, right? So it's like, yeah, we can just, we can, I can give comedy 101 stuff. <laughs> Maybe we start here. Okay. Adam, you're there? I'm here, guys. Hello, Adam. Hello, hello. This is how we're all wearing white shirts today. Good job. All right. <laughs> this is how you start y'all's podcast, Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Um, was checking that out a little bit ago. Y'all, I like your very casual nature on the podcast, the way you intro. It's like, how you doing? <laughs> Same right. shirts, cool. Shirts are cool. That's right. Come right into the middle of the discussion. That's how it works. You got it. Yeah. Well, we uh, thanks for coming back on, y'all. Um, we definitely felt like uh, I, I, I feel bad we didn't have y'all on sooner. And so you want me to hit this? Well, yeah, go for it. Um, you know, I, I want to ask people that return on the podcast the same question we asked you on the first one, but if you wanted to revise it, what advice 
would you ask your or tell your 13 year old self? Buy a business as soon as you can. Yeah. Yeah, a small business. Well, you did it with your eyebrow raised. If anybody's watching on video, I feel. Remember, it's your 13 year old self. You know, you got to give him a. He'll. He might buy a bad business right away, and then everything changes. <laughs> Yeah, it might go heavy into pogs. Dude, I was going to fucking say pogs. I swear to God. Now, Magic the Gathering would have been a good investment because now you can sell those. I'm creeped out right now. Yeah. Quit it. I think anything you can do to control your own destiny versus going to get a job. And so, you know, in our minds, buying a company is easier than starting a company. So if you can find something to buy and be able to run it, that, that would be the best thing to do. So you, you would time travel Bill and Ted style in a telephone booth, come out, see yourself at 13 with a luscious amount of hair and no goatee. <laughs> Actually, it's funnier in my head if you have a goatee. Yeah, it's funnier with a goatee. <laughs> at 13. And, right, uh, probably starting then. That's and right. you're grabbing yourself by the, the collared shirt and go, you need to buy a business. <laughs> as soon as you can. Yeah. And then that you leave. Sell. That would sell. Right and 13-year-old goes, where do I get all the money for the business? And you're gone. Yeah, it's just a it's a cloud of smoke. Um, and then God knows what you do for the money, <laughs> Jack. What, yeah, that, what, that, what Adam's saying is that gives you flexible flexible uh, ability to do anything you want. So you got a you got a, a paycheck of sorts coming for sure, and you kind of move to your side gigs and make those things happen. Well, Jack, if memory serves correctly, that was your trajectory, right? You started in corporate and kind of moved over to this space. Is that is that right? Yep. Is it? Yes. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're like, did he, did he ask a question? He had a pregnant, had a pregnant pause. That's yeah. Right. The, dog came in, the dog came in my room here. <laughs> Dog's you know what? feeding him answers. Well, yeah, the, do the dog's helping you out, man? Yes, yes, just say yes. <laughs> is that this interview is rough. No, no. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I um, got it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Now, what would you bark to yourself? <laughs> okay, well, don't ruin it. <laughs> oh, I'll, dry, I'll family guy drive this into yeah, the ground. Jeez. Um, Jack, what, uh, any revision on what uh, you would tell your 13-year-old self? I'd tell him, I'd, I'd, I'd tell him to uh, also get a company. We, we think the same. There's nothing more secure than that. A job is not, not secure. It's, it's just not the way to go. So if you start running a business, not starting one from scratch, but getting one and you can get them pretty easily there's millions of just probably 27 million small businesses in the country 27 million and if you put your mind to it you can get one of those and you can probably get it for little or no money but you gotta you know you gotta have some skills 13 years old doesn't have too much in the way of skills but uh that's what to do and once you learn that you're you're you get more security than you can handle. Yeah, maybe you could, uh, at 13, you could have hustled everybody in jacks or something. <laughs> 22 skidooed it. Be like one of those YouTubers who turns a dollar into a house in a week somehow. They don't and go proves after it. People. And shows it on, on men in their prime. <laughs> don't go to men in their prime. Go to other 13-year-olds. They got companies, too. 
<laughs> Buy all the three. <laughs> Give me that lemonade stand. I want to acquire it right now. <laughs> um, well, we have a co- we we like to ask for the returning guests. We have a few questions. You want to pick one of these? I can't can read. You can't read it. I know one of them is. Uh, what's something crazy you want to do that you don't tell anybody about? What's something that you like? Something that you, you're, you know, you might not think it's actually going to happen, or it's like kind of a, a out there dream. For instance, I think I could be a good race car driver. Yet I don't know how to drive stick. Right. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I've only driven stick twice. Actually, once was on a, a Ford Fiesta when I was fourteen. The other one was actually on a stock car doing a, a, a drive around with Richard Petty driving experience. So I've driven stick twice, but yeah, I don't have much confidence that. Quite the swing in car yeah, quality yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. uh, the it's f- very different, right? Yeah, the Ford Fiesta was about. I've only done this once before in a Ford Fiesta. Let's see how this goes. Can a Ford Fiesta <laughs> be further from its name? <laughs> right. <laughs> It was a really kind of an ugly green though, so it kind of kind of did bring the party a little bit. So you kind of noticed it when it came in. So yeah, it, like, it did okay. Like old cupboard co- avocado, like muted green. <laughs> right, you brought right. the guac. Exactly. Yeah. To the fiesta. There's a there's a story in Chicago that uh, four four punks uh, were were trying to do a uh, a carjacking. They got in and none of them could drive stick shift, so <laughs> they had to abandon it. Yeah. So six is a good thing to learn how to do. Well, now well, if you now, want to steal a car. Yeah, now it's about catalytic yeah. converters. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big business, to say the least. That, that's a wild, uh, you know, part of the times right now. The Kia boys, as they call them, because Kias are easy to steal catalytic converters from. Okay. I don't know. Why do you know that? Well, what was what? that a PSA? What, why do why I know? does he know that? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I heard no, it. we want answers. I don't. I don't have what a footnote. Forums? Are you on? Yes, you are. You know that somehow. It's definitely a podcast. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Which one. I, I look. I just absorb knowledge. That's yeah. why. That's why I love talking to these two guys. Yeah. What What is something y'all you you think you can do? You have a daydream about that's a little silly when you, if you told anybody yeah, else. Perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. Be fun. Adam, um, let's go first. Can't use that one. No, I can't use that one. No, no. Um, hmm. I feel like Jack's got something. Maybe we'll, we'll give Adam a minute. Thinking if it's worthy of you. Me, of us? <laughs> Man, he just went Thanos on us. He yeah, just hurts our feelings. He just became a, de- a deity. <laughs> I don't know if you're worthy enough. Maybe is it becoming a pastor? <laughs> you could bless us with the Ash Wednesday on the forehead and all all that. Like a scared straight drill sergeant guy screams. Well, my grandmother was convinced I was going to be a priest when I was a kid because I'd always raise my hands up like this. You know, she goes, "Oh, you're going to be my priest." That you know, that's all the qualifications. I guess I don't know. I like girls too much. That was the problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just to just to be a, a, a star athlete. At some level, that would be that would be something that uh, I would like to see. That I think you, I would too. I bet you clean up on the pickleball court. I bet I bet you come in like the guy in softball that's a fat oaf on third base. You're like I'm going to hit it right. Oh, to him. I love and YouTube videos of fat guys being good at basketball. Yeah, and the guy in <laughs> softball. I is love a that. Va- I can watch this all day. He's a vacuum cleaner. White chocolate. He's quick and fat somehow. Right. Yeah, I bet. But I bet you can come in and kind of slow play everybody like, oh, boy, 
this guy is a little long in the tooth, and then you just go rock it. Just right. go. You guys want double or nothing? Well, <laughs> you you have to do see do. You have to basically swing with your teammate. You you rotate teammates. You don't get your own. Oh yeah, Doesn't I didn't know if you know that. <clears throat> anyway, you know, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't mind caddying on the pro tour. I used to be caddy growing up for a bunch of years. I play golf. I'm not good enough to, to actually play. I wouldn't mind caddying on the tour for a bit. I think that'd be kind of fun to kind of go around. Not whether I want to do the live tour or not. Who knows? So that's kind of become <laughs> the PJ tour as well. I think it'd be kind of cool to be you know be out traveling around and see the world that that way. Just be kind of a a fun way to do things. So I thought about when I was younger. I haven't thought about that in a while though. Hmm. You guys bring it up. I hope next time we talk to y'all, he's like, "Guess what? I did it, guys." <laughs> I got the bag. That's I'm right. in Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> now, I am. I'm in the minor leagues for live, so right. <laughs> I, I have to I have to go to weird places in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, but got to help build the buildings. But, but, but the money's good, you know, so it's all right. Yeah, uh, caddy's a weird job. Sure <laughs> well, I, I I do use golf as a comparison um, with business. You know, entrepreneurship is the game's between your ears, and y'all y'all seem. Uh, it's a stretch of a metaphor, I think. No. It what's, is. What's the e-myth? The e-myth is, is entrepreneurs saying, uh, get in their own way. The convince game, me. The game's between your ears. That's it. That's all you need to... That, That's it? That's your convincing? I need more? You can say that about any sport. <laughs> no, not, not... But golf is the ultimate of that. <laughs> like, any, okay. any, any yes. athletic well, yeah, okay. guy can go out and swing. I guess. If you ever... If you ever go to a golf tournament, you know, go to the range for an hour and watch guys hit balls. You'll see guys you've never heard of before. They're like machines at the range. But then taking it from the range and going back out to the course, it's very different. Now, you have the same thing with open gyms. Guys, you know, lighten it up with open gyms and they get in front, you know, they get in the court in front of a bunch of people. All of a sudden, they, they can't shoot it up. It doesn't happen as much. But, you know, you can usually tell the difference with, with the guys. But it's amazing with, the, you know, with those golfers. They're all... Physically, they all have a lot of the very same tools. It's just, I agree with you. You know, it's it, so much between the ears. It's a big deal. I'm going to Tiger Woods fist pump that. Yeah. What? You don't get any points for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying all sports are between the ears. Sure. But I'm saying. Sure they are. Especially at the yeah. professional level. Right. No question. I'll yeah. agree. I'll, I'll agree. Golfers look the least athletic. So there's probably more going on in between the ears. You gotta, you, know? you gotta have good hips, or you look like Charles right. Barkley. You, you gotta be a little, you know, gotta have some some flexibility in your torso and all that. But really, you know, you can kind of but just go out there and fling it around. I kind of hate playing golf because people watch you tee off, and I think about them thinking about me. This goes back to my idea for the 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 tour of like you go and it's Top Golf style. And you, you, everybody's loud, whooping it up. There's no like pious uh, quietness to everything. The waste, I think, that's I think the waste America would tournament. embrace it. <laughs> right. That's the Arizona <laughs> Arizona Waste Management Tournament. Uh, well, it is like everybody that watches Happy Gilmore and gets drunk is the, in the audience. <laughs> well, that's I didn't know right. about it. They need to work on the marketing. The waste. I want to see call it. it the Wasted Management Tournament. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, uh, so, you know, it's been a while since y'all have come on. Has anything changed since you last came on? Um, I can't remember. It's maybe been a year. I don't even know how long it's been. But anything with what you're doing with Maximum uh, v, MaximumVP.com, if anybody wants to go there. Sorry, well, Maximum Valley Partners, a big part of what we're doing with our coaching is we're helping a handful of our clients who have been selling selling their companies. You know, they've gotten those offers that they couldn't refuse. And 
it's an interesting time to see that when you run your company for whether it be five years or 20 years, and all of a sudden somebody comes knocking on the door and gives you an offer you can't refuse. So we've had several clients over the last couple of years, especially that we've been helping them through that process. And it's a very, very fun process, but very, very stressful, as you might imagine, as well. What's stressful about it? Well, one of the challenges is, well, what do you do next after you sell? And it sounds like a simple thing, and everybody always dreams, hey, I'd love to go retire and sit in the beach and you know, do whatever. And folks are often visualizing whatever their best vacation was you know, years ago. So it gets kind of boring after a little while. So you've got to figure out what you want to do next, especially if you're younger. We, we, we've had several clients who are in their 40s that have been selling. It's really hard just to retire and sit back and twiddle your thumbs for, for another 40 or 50 years if, if, uh, if you get to that point. So figure out what's next. That's part of the emotion. Also, just it's your, it's your baby to a certain extent. Having to sell to somebody else and step away from it, it's very difficult to do at times. Yeah, part of, part of the problem is, is having that emotional attachment to it. Like y'all, y'all can buy my business. That's fine. We'll talk after the show. Uh, it's it's always for sale. I would start being like, "Have you ever smoked weed before?" Sure. That can eat some time up. Oh. And then like fifty yeah. percent of the people will then be fine. Well, then you're you're cutting down on your stress of what to do next by like half. <laughs> well, I'm guessing you're, you're my opinion. You're talking with people that I'm not good at vacationing. I'm good for a day or two. About day three, I'm like. I, we got to do something. I need to play a game. I need to go play a sport. I can't just, I can't lay around and, and read because right. I don't read very well. <laughs> but, but, uh, very, very few people have retired and come back from it. I mean, it's just they, they got to work. And, uh, all of a sudden, they just haven't given retirement a, a real serious thought. And they're thrust into that world. And it's, it's, it's often not pleasant. You know, there's everyone dreams of being wealthy. Well, wealthy has its own own obstacles that are tough to get through. But yeah, you know, everyone will discount that and say, "Hey, the hell with it. I'd rather be that way." Well, you know, I tried retiring twice through my career, and uh, I'm a little bit uh, longer in my career than you guys are, and it's hard. I can't take a vacation either. I, I don't enjoy it after about three or four days, long weekend somewhere maybe, but. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to it, and uh, you know, with our backgrounds, we can do this for small businesses, real small, you know, under a couple million in sales, and no one's out there serving these people, but uh, we do, and it's it's a lot of fun, very fulfilling, and you know, there's there's money to be made there too, so yeah, that's a big deal for us right now. Wouldn't you say so? I kind of have a bug up my ass and everyone's like, well, I'm not happy with my career or my business. And it's like, well, stop thinking about it in those terms. Cause that's almost like trying to be perfect, right? You can't, it's almost, you can't do it, <laughs> but you said fulfill. I, I, I would say have something that makes you satisfied or content, right? Like for mm-hmm. y'all, the real vacation in a weird way, sounds counterintuitive is the success of these people you're helping out. You know, I say the best like beer you ever have is when you're volunteering all day to help, you know, something physical, right? And then you go, oh, I kind of did something. Or with us, it's like we got you from here to here. You know, we got you in that growth phase from here to here. We're part of that story. That's something I, I do get a satisfaction out of, right? Does it make me happy? Not not necessarily, but right. happy, I think, is, is, uh, is, a fruit, is like a fruitless pursuit. Yeah. Did you watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary yet? 
I just did. It was fantastic. Right? And then the part where he was talking about his his dad and just growing up and what he said about, he's like, we don't have time to think about how I feel today. We don't have time to think about about our our feelings. feelings. Like, there's stuff to do. (laughs) Like, stop thinking about your feelings. There's other things going on. Well, that is a luxury. And I was like, that's, yes, that is a big deal. Like, why, why are we thinking about it so much? Oh, I don't feel great today. Okay, well, nobody cares, including you should not care. Well, we're also in the overthinking era, probably. <laughs> you know, it's not just—it's not just a lady thing, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the one of the emotional things too—it's—it's it's tough to give up the power. You know, as, as we're coming on, you guys are talking about, about Biden, right? Biden's eighty years old. Why doesn't he just ride off the sunset? He's been doing this for 50, for fifty years. Well, it's hard to give it up. If all of a sudden you're you're the guy in charge, and then you walk away from that, you know, you start missing it. You know, so if you're used to being the guy every day and then all of a sudden you aren't the guy anymore. And, you know, we've seen that happen where folks, you know, they don't know what to do. They want to come back into the business because they're, you know, they're so used to being, you know, to being that, you know, that main person. It's tough to replace that. Yeah. Well, you know, what's Biden going to do? How's he going to steal more speeches to give? Because he's been doing that for 50 years. <laughs> um, plus, career politicians, like, they really got nothing to do. Like... You, you know, they're they're kind of the golden. He's like golden parachute kind of area, and he's like, there's all only- of their wives are like somehow amazing CEOs. Usually, they're like all like very successful. Like, well, Nancy Pelosi's all- like the her husband's like the best stockbroker of all. Isn't time. that weird? Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> it's a coincidence, isn't it? God, so really, these politicians are like so lucky. They win the election and they're married to rich people. And it's like CNN so doesn't crazy. want to talk about it. Hmm. So weird, man. Uh, can I go back and revise my my thirteen year old thing? That guy, <laughs> yeah. Mary, you know, can you can I marry Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, she's got oh, big. She's got I big old say, Run for office. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> run for office. She's got those huge G boobs. Wow! Well, like, what? What? Isn't Nancy Pelosi? She, she's a gilf, dude. <laughs> Maybe a G gilf. Yeah. I was gonna say double G's or one G or two G with that. Like, one. I don't yeah. watch the news anymore, so I don't know. Oh well, it's not on the news when I see her on. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that the websites that teach you how to be a criminal? No, Fapello gets you around all the OnlyFans. Right, okay, so that's on the, the Kia one. site. It was on the Kia's. Yeah, right, they had to steal a Kia website.com. Yeah. They're right. called that's the Kia the Boys, thing. guys, and they steal <laughs> Kias and catalog the converters from Kias. It's right. a thing. Look it up. Uh, Nancy Pelosi photoshopped in a bikini is their uh, logo. I mean, I, I, look, maybe I'm just too hetero and just I can't not see her huge swinging boobs at 80. <laughs> But every time I've seen her, I'm like, Jesus, those look that her back has to hurt. Like, all right, put her in a Hannibal yeah, Lecter dolly, you know. What do you think, Jack? She's getting bigger. That's right. She is. Houston <laughs> <laughs> too. See, Jack knows. Jack knows. Jack, thank you for uh, confirming. Thank you that. for playing. Because I was on that. the I was on the plank all the way at the end, and no one was going to say anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like. I hey, believe you. I just I didn't know that. Yeah, they're hitting their knees. They're huge. Um, what uh, before uh, y'all came on? You know, we always like to ask, "What did you want to talk about?" And I thought this was really interesting. And in my head, kind of compared it to the golden rule. You know, when you're buying and selling small business, you just you said you'd love asking people the question: if if they gave you this business, would you take it? To me, that feels like right. a, go- a golden rule for business almost. That's how I kind of interpret it. Um, that clears the deck. 
that clears the deck. You know, you you have various reasons. Usually, it's it's uh, BS or not thought through well. And here you're taking the biggest one of the biggest steps in your in your life. You know, and uh, to basically. To, to basically get through that, okay, you got to know what, what's going on. What, that, do, uh, what do people say that kind of opens your eyes when you ask them that? Because that is a very, like, that's a very do, honest question that cuts right to it, right? Well, people, people usually try to find reasons not to do something. So if it comes to doing a deal, like your first question is, well, well where do you already find the money? People, well, I have money. It's like, forget all that crap, okay? So look, somebody's going to give it to you. Would you take it? Usually they, they, they stop and go, well, what does that look like, right? I mean, well, why would somebody, all of a sudden they, it, it seems so foreign to them, right? But the, the, the Jack's point, they just say, hey, get rid of all the, the excuses and the BS. Look, if somebody were to give this to you, and maybe it was, you know, it was a relative who, who passed away, or it's just somebody you're working for who just can't, can't do it anymore. But we, there's lots of ways that it might look. But it's helping to kind of clear the deck, get all the excuses out of the way, and say, look, would you take it? Because some companies you wouldn't take, but most of them you would. And so it starts to work from there. So it helps us just to break down a lot of those barriers that people put in the way. It's just of their own making versus being real from that standpoint. Yeah, it puts them in the place like they're past all of the, the, the paperwork, all the stuff that they don't want to do that's like, you know, probably tedious to them. They like probably running the business for however many years where it's like, okay, let's just say it's handed to me. Do I like the day to day? Do I like what, what we're doing? That sort of thing. I love it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I thought it was more <laughs> – so I'll compare this. Like I've heard a good dating question is like would you date you if you were the person you're trying to pursue? Because <laughs> it will tell you a lot. I thought this is more of like this is going to get – says no. Um, well, no. What it does is it makes people think and go, well, actually, I don't know. i got to work on some things. Like I, Oh, yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I mean, or it'll tell you about them, right? If they go, of course I would. Yeah, I pay, no, I pay myself all the time, dude. But, <laughs> okay. But like, I thought this was more of an introspective question. Introspective, whatever. Uh, internal question. Like, when you're asking people that, I was thinking more like uh, they would kind of go backwards, and I, I think that's smart to ask because it, it gets you past the actual sale, and like. And like go backwards a little bit and go, do I even like this or am I just in it? And how, why did I get in it? it it's kind of what we talk about with people when we do rebrands and stuff for people. And it's like I tell them you need to go in the woods, do some shrooms by yourself, and you really need to think about what who the business is or who you are and what it is, why you do it, what's the passion, all those who, what, when, where, why, how questions that you don't take time to think about. Right. So it's a, it's a key thing to get people thinking a little differently. You know, to your point, get get them out of their get them out of their head, and can they envision themselves being there? And you know, Jack met a couple of guys about twenty years ago, and 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 these guys had looked at over two hundred companies, two hundred companies, and they had all the means and wherewithal to be able to do these deals, and yet they found reasons for all two hundred plus deals to say no to it. It just seems it seems crazy to us that you know, again, <laughs> there's got to be something good in there. Again, if they'd given it to these guys, but they were just looking, they liked just talking about doing deals, even though they never did any deals. It was more to say, I can go to parties, tell my friends, I'm, I'm constantly, you know, looking for deals versus, well, hey, did you ever do anything? And these guys didn't do crap other than talk about it. Hmm. You should you know, probably get, get in to, to buy companies, 
or to, to acquire companies, small businesses that, that uh, uh, you know, there's, there's millions of them. And every day, the owner, an owner of some business somewhere basically is having health issues, uh, family issues. They want to get out of that business. And you can buy companies for no money down and no guarantees. Hey, you, you can do that. I've bought five of them through the years, turned them around and sold them off again. But people think you need a pile of cash, you need all this expertise, because they never really thought it through. But it's to get a small business, I, don't know, I always use a pizza shop as an example of a small business. Would you take a pizza shop if it's fairly well run, not, not stellar, but the owner uh, decides to bail out, he gets divorced, and whatever the problem might be. Here's a company that this person will deal so when you say if, if somebody gave you this company, you can make an offer on a company that doesn't bind you. You're just replacing somebody without energy with energy. And they're all those, those, those are all available. Banks, you know, banks lend money out and they get some troubled loans and, and they'll deal. They'll deal like you wouldn't believe, but you don't read about it. You don't hear about it. People don't do it. Well, let me tell you, you can, you can do it and you can do very well for yourself. Yeah. So that's a big deal with us, you know, to get them. The, the, we know the retirement's going to be a problem. And we know money isn't always the issue. If you got a seller company with a beautiful receptionist and, and uh, state-of-the-art equipment and, and technology, you aren't going to get that for nothing. But some company uh, on the outskirts of uh, Chicago, city limits and, and uh, uh, you know, running a company that's deteriorating, that person will deal. And if you have skills, you can come in and pretty much get into any situation and do better than what's going on. So people get dispirited. And uh, it's, it's, for us, it's fun. We got a lot of levels of fun when we do this stuff. Is that fair to say? Because they don't really contingency plan if this happens or, you know, or really take a look at themselves. They, a lot of people start a business, they have a lot of gusto, and that fades. And they never really kind of do that kind of like um, uh, calibration to get them back to loving it again, right? Like I always say like a lot of people start a small business because they're good at one thing or they love it or both, right? So the pizza shop, the guy, he makes a great pizza and loves hosting. <laughs> but he hates operations and he hates having to buy the, like the ingredients because he hates inventory because it's boring. <laughs> um, and he still loves pizza, but like that can, that can wane the right. day to but day. Which I, Jack put it great. You're replacing somebody without energy with energy. Right. But I'm saying to and, get there, I think right. and that's, you, yeah. that's where the energy drain right. goes. All that stuff they don't want to do. Talk to my ex-wife. Hey, yo. Um, hey, yo. <laughs> I'll do some. Oh, I'll, thank you. I'll, oh, do, thank you. I'll do some Rodney one-liners. No. <laughs> right, about dating you and see what she would say. You probably already asked for that, but that's all right. Oh, it's on the internet, probably. So you can. <laughs> I'm sure it's on some lady message boards or Pinterest or something. Pinterest. All right. I'm sure there's a lot of shit talking about me online. It's uh, from her, but you know, we're in a good spot co-parenting. Um, it's one of those things where, I you know when you said when you had that question if you if they gave you this business, would you take it? <laughs> I guess I thought 
my thing was like I could I was thinking of some guy who's like this place is a sham and uh, we use a lot of Chinese drywall to make the product. And the feds are on our ass. Any day they're gonna come busting through that door. We're like a uh, we've been El- laundering money for years. We're like the yeah. chicken guy in Breaking Bad, really. Yeah. You know, laundering money. There, 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 there are lots of great companies. That, like you were saying before, people start a company either to get away from something, right? They're they're working a job that they don't like. The so they want to start work for themselves, but yeah. they, they just get into it, and they're, they're they're grinding day to day, and they aren't necessarily thinking about the exit in terms of what's going to happen. And so, some days it just comes upon them where either they're just fed up, a health issue comes up, you know, things just happen, and and there's nowhere else for them to turn, so they aren't sure what to do with it. And they like to see it kind of go on. So, you know, Jack's saying, you know, we see these opportunities a lot where, you know, part of the way they, people give you the company is, you know, the, the, the current owner will play the bank for you. And so the, the current owner goes away and you just pay the owner for, you know, for a few years, you know, when they aren't there anymore. So the, the, the business funds the buyout. But they often get just so tired and worn out from doing what they're doing day to day that they say, hey, I'm done. But there's, yeah, to your point, there, there are some, uh, some bad companies out there, but most of them are, are good legitimate businesses and it's just they need some love and attention a little more energy you know perhaps or just a new way of thinking about it yeah i i i i'm willing to bet like the one thing i also thought of is you guys look at ebitda on a on a as a metric i'm sure right like cash flow is a big deal and what what it could be if y'all invigorated it it's funny i you know effort matters and a lot of people don't think that way they think it effort. They think they're giving effort, and they're not really. But I feel like positive energy effort is is uh, underrated. Yeah, run that grounder out. Well, well part is <laughs> working on the right things. You know, both of you guys are in pretty decent shape, so you guys probably go to the gym oh, and work you. out and stuff like that. But my lady you guys friend some... <laughs> asked if I was on steroids, and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> well, but you guys probably know what you're Marry doing, me. Gym, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of folks go to the gym. You look around the gym. How many folks in the gym have no clue what they're doing? Yet they keep coming to your point while they keep putting effort in, but they're putting effort in that's that's futile because they're doing the wrong stuff, right? Or they're doing a little bit of the right stuff, but then they're, they're doing all the, the wrong things outside, and so it's not going to even matter from that standpoint. So a lot of companies that way, where they're doing some things right, but they're doing, they're doing a lot of things not so right. They just aren't sure. So they're just doing the best that they know how to do, and they're just kind of, they, they kind of keep plugging along. So you know, if, if they start to realize that and, and realize that there's a better way, that's often where, where we'll come in. And they'll see the need for a coach. And day one, most people have no, I don't need a coach. How hard can it be? I, I, I can figure this stuff out. But then as the, as the months and years go by, they start having more and more questions. So, hey, maybe I can use some guidance and help. Maybe I don't need to make all the mistakes myself. Maybe I can learn from somebody else's mistakes. Ego's a tricky thing, right? You need it to push forward, but it can, it can cloud everything up. You That's know. where the mushrooms come in, right? Yes. It's rid of the ego. For real. I, Kill that! I've done an ego death. I don't recommend it. Uh, don't don't do the rookie move of it grew back. These aren't working. I need to take more. Take more, and then I'm holding my dog and crying in the fetal position. You might remind me of Wolf of Wall Street when the when the Quaaludes finally kicked in. They're just they're old. I mean, yeah, right. That's just a good time. <laughs> We're down in Florida. That's most of Florida, man. It's ego growth. Well, uh, appreciate y'all coming on. Uh, we're a little silly today, but I think y'all. Y'all played along uh, with us on that, and uh, we'll have to have you back on again. When um, and and anybody out there listening, everybody out there listening, they've got a podcast. How long's the podcast been going on? About seven and a half years. We have about three hundred and seventy-five episodes. We do one 
One each week. DirtySecretsOfSmallBusiness.com. Oh, they're gaining on us. How, how many episodes? How many? Yeah, we'll do an episode compared to how many? Yeah, you think, just said 370 something. Episodes. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Oh, 75, yeah. Okay, yeah. We got we got over four hundred. Not saying much. Hey. Uh, but uh, we got you on our sites. It's okay. It's good. Dirty secrets of small business. Uh, go give that a five star and uh, subscribe to it. And then maximumvp.com if you want to reach out. Thank you all for coming on. Always hey, a thanks for having us. Always, Always fun talking to you guys. Thank See you. Ya.